0: Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human Podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday and listen in to her warm Scottish tones, wise heart, and wonderful sense of humour as she interviews guests and discusses what it means to be unashamedly human.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. My name is Jackie Ford and today my guest is Julian Freeman. Many of you may already know Julian. He is a professional filmmaker, a coach, a speaker, an author and an entrepreneur. Julian has been in and around this understanding Of the three principles for many, many years and has studied with many of the first generation teachers. And one of the things that I really admire about what Julian does is he shows up as himself. And in showing up as himself, he has managed to create a beautiful video that um, is called The Genesis of the Principles, which just tells the story of this understanding from the perspective of two people, Elsie Spittle and Chip Chipman, who knew Sid extremely well. So, Julian, thank you so much for joining me on the Unashamedly Human podcast.
0: It's my absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Julian. We were just talking just before we started the podcast about experiences that we've had in corporate organisations where we have both seen people and experienced it ourselves. Situations where people are managed out of companies um, and there's this kind of form of Psychological bullying, or that happens to to certain people in organisations, where the person themselves feels as though they're going off their heads, as though they're going crazy, because they don't understand what's happening. And I'm finding more and more people are getting in touch because this is happening to them, Julian. And I spoke about how important mental health is, especially for men, especially mm. if a man's been conditioned to think that he's the breadwinner of the family. He's the provider. He has to be strong, and I know you've experienced this too, Julian.
0: There are there are a lot of stories about about um, how men should men should behave. It's really interesting that I watch. My father has expectations of me, and I have expectations of him, Mm. and usually we get that wrong because my dad would be proud of me whatever happened. Mm. And yet I would feel that I had, he had expectations that I had needed to live up to. And interestingly enough, um, I have a son 26 and it's the same there. He has, he feels he has expect expectations or, that he needs to live up to and I just feel I love him and I'm proud of him and whatever he does is fine by me you know he's he he'll be successful in the way that he is being successful and so there's a kind of a bit of a strange mismatch in there where love gets a little bit cross cross circuits cross mm. cross wires and uh, and then that causes us a lot of thinking a lot of We get into a whole mess of, well, if these are the expectations I have and the standards I have and the way that I need to show up and the way that I need to live, that becomes quite a complicated game in my mind to play. Mm. And as men, we have that. We have that as, in a number of ways, we have that as a father, as I've just, just, uh, and a son, potentially. We have that as a, as a a partner, you know, and, a, and a husband and a lover and also um, as a, a business owner or a, or a professional or a, a and a colleague and, a, mm-hmm. and, and so on, you know? And so then you're talking about a game that has a lot of variables in it, a lot of uh, different things that are in the mix that, makes it quite potentially quite complicated and and i've got a tattoo on my arm which is which is came from me feeling that at like age 40 i'd i'd uh i'd i'd figured it out i'd got life down i i could i could handle it whatever it was and we were doing pretty well uh financially and 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 so on but i would i don't think i was i in fact i'm pretty sure that i 48 weeks out of 52 i was not very happy Mm. I was not I would wake up on a Monday morning with a kind of oh my god here we go again not another week of this and that's not that was just about this, me playing that game and putting myself under pressure and um, having those stories and that then got accentuated because in my situation well there were a few things going on it there was uh, the, in the corporate world that i was in at the time there was a big uh, political thing going on in the organization i was fairly high up in the management there were people vying for the top slot you know it was quite a serious game or we thought it was a serious yeah. game and 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 that that you know add that onto everything else it's quite something else and then another time that that um a bit later on where uh I was in a business with somebody and and um he he wanted to take over control of the business at the minimum cost. So he made all kinds of allegations mm-hmm. about me and I had to defend all those. And it reminds me a lot of because I've also managed to be divorced in my lifetime, but it reminds me a lot of the of the the legal system where our legal system is And so the job of the lawyers or the representatives is to create acrimony, is to create pressure, to create create. stress. Mm. And, um, and I got terribly bought into it. I thought it was all real. I thought it was all personal. I thought it was all. And of course, that's exactly where they want you. They want you to be under that pressure because then you'll bow to that pressure and give in and they're getting the deal that they want or the result that they want. And and what I found was, one in one instance, I got a really good team around me, a really good team of people that knew what was possible. You know, a legal person, a mediation person, and so on, and 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 they knew exactly what was possible. And so I could go to them and go, look, they've just, you know, come up with this angle, and they, my team would help me get through it. Now that's a way of doing it. It's a quite expensive way of doing it because <laughs> these people are all professionals. But there's another way, which is, you know, my divorce situation, I I, uh, rather than I could see the solicitor leading with the acrimony. Here it comes again. You know, here's the argument. And then I could go, okay, so it's just a game. It's just them putting together. And I might have some feelings about that for a little while. I might and then I might get a bit angry or something like that or frustrated or 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 start to take it personally. And then I go, hold on a minute. What are you doing? This is not about you this is just about them making an argument Mm. about about their their game and um that's something that I've really come into my own in a lot literally in the last few weeks although I've been doing it all my life I guess but consciously in in the last few weeks I've been seeing that when you get wrapped up in your whole psychological world, all your thought processes, all your uh, mindsets, or your ways of understanding the world—it creates a lot of mental work for you, mm-hmm. a lot of stress, and a lot of pressure, a lot of figuring it out, and that—that's not a very peaceful. Even if you're, even if you navigate through all this. It's not the easiest way. And there's a place that's beyond, I'm going to call it beyond psychology. Uh, Sid Banks in this Three Principles Understanding says you're only one thought away. And my take on that at the moment is that when you realize that none of that thinking, none of that figuring out, none of that trying to play the game even harder serves you Mm. you can step straight into a place of calm of stillness of peace and and that's when you can get some new ideas something fresh from a place of enjoying life from a place of being okay right here right now and i think that's a huge thing that's on offer for guys like you know, let's stop playing that you know all those games let's yeah. not let's not do it but let and 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 our. Uh, i've already had you know people see me differently i sh- i clearly show up differently for people and and they I'm more relaxed. I have, life is easier. Now life might not be sending me everything that I thought I should be getting in the time I should be getting it. Mm -hmm. But it, but it seems to send me everything I need when I need it. And it just might not look how I thought it was going to look, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. So I'm still okay. Everything's knitting together. So what's the, as of my Australian, so I used to have a guy, Australian guy who worked with me, always used to answer the phone and say, no worries. And it's like <laughs> that. It's like no, that you, mm. you can go to a place where there are, there's nothing to worry about.
1: Yeah, I love that, Julian. And, and as I wrote to you, that was really reflected in that short piece of film that you made and put out the other day there, which is almost at 3,000 views. I mean, it's really, people are really resonating with it.
0: Yeah, like 35 shares or something. Yeah, no, it's lovely. Yeah,
1: which is beautiful. Like you say, in that film, you are showing up differently. I've known you for quite a while. And there's, um, it's almost, Julian, it's not almost, it's a stupid word. There's a surrendering, there's a letting go. And there's been letting go with you previously but something has really shifted. Oh, thank you. And yeah.
0: Yeah, You yeah, I no, just... I I had a thing where I would I I suppose what you were talking about right at the beginning of uh, this session was was about how uh you um you get a chance to be more you or or discover something much more natural in yourself or i don't the words are quite difficult for this but but and for me that felt like letting go of stuff so i'd let go of some stuff and then and th- that i knew about and then i thought i'd got there like right that right this is this is really more comfortable this is me now etc. Et et only for me to stumble across something else that uh, <laughs> that, that i was clearly holding on to
1: yeah. yeah it's so humbling isn't it I mean sort of you know to meet with me usually there's maybe some a lot of laughter about it or there's some tears but there's an absolute humility in that too it's like oh my goodness I've been given the chance to see something else that was keeping me from really settling into the way that life really works
0: yeah yeah and some and I often tell. If you read my book, there's a bit in it where I talk about how my kids learned to swim, and one of them was brilliant. He he would just jump, just run to the edge of the pool, and just jump in, and then he'd start kicking his legs, and uh, and and the, the parents around the pool would be aghast because mm. his head was under the water, and every so often <laughs> his head would peer above the water, he'd take a big breath, mm-hmm. and then it would duck back under the water, and he'd carry on kicking, and he was he didn't have any problem with that as being a way of swimming. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, she'd go to the side, she'd clamber carefully down the side, she'd hold on to the side for grim death, and then she'd kind of, you'd stand maybe a pace away from the side, and she'd reach around for you mm-hmm. and then reach across, and that was her idea of swimming. And uh, And I feel like what I discovered as a kid was that I could go on my back and just float, and I was swimming. And it's, it's, it's that so often we get, we get drawn into the, no, I, I need to have the security of the side to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And, and there isn't a side. It's just a, it's just a fabrication that if you've got a life plan, if you've got a, it's just your idea. It's just a map you've drawn. It's just a list of stuff. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it has no substance.
1: I love that. I remember when I was studying n l p Julian they kept saying the map is not the territory. It was one of you know the the, the presuppositions of n l p and you know you've just pointed to that beautifully, and I keep seeing that more and more that these ideas and concepts that I have about how the world works or how I should work within the world. Are just story They're just ideas, either through innocent conditioning. You know, I've just taken on these, these rules.
0: And interestingly, for me, I had um, an in- situation very early this year that basically it, it just ripped my map up completely, mm. and I was left with nothing. And the first good thing in uh, about that was even with no map i was okay
2: mm-hmm.
0: with no plan with no kind of reason for being i suppose you know no purpose no i was okay and that's mm-hmm. a that's a big revelation in itself and then to realize that well what did the map actually mean what did this whole game that I was playing actually mean mm. and the answer is not that much so that's a big revelation too because it's like okay so all these high stakes I thought I was playing for there were no stakes oh it's a kind of fuck it moment excuse the technical
1: terms. <laughs> yeah it's okay
0: and 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 then and then beyond that there was uh you know, if you've got no plan, how is that going to work? And consistently, like I didn't even have a home, you know, and consistently life would send me opportunities. Like I'd, uh, in my previous place I was living, I'd always wanted to live by the sea, but we weren't kind of allowed to. We didn't, it didn't happen. For mm-hmm. me. And then almost as soon as my map got torn up, I went. I was just going somewhere to talk about making a film, and a beautiful seaside location came to me. You know, like delivered was delivered to my feet. It's like, wow, isn't this amazing? And then I just popped the question about could I live here. The answer was yes. It was like, oh my god, life delivers. Life delivers. Life just delivers. Keeps on delivering. And and that's another thing that I've been seeing is that. Um, we don't. I don't know why we don't trust life. I mean, that's why we did. That's why I did that little film because you know you you, you think that because you haven't got your map, it's all going to go horribly wrong. But life life has a bigger map. It has a better map. It has a maybe it's not a map. I don't know. But it but it but it just keeps directing you, directing things to you, and it's all. It's all. It's just what you need when you need it. That's the more I and the more I experience it, the more the more I experience that, mm. and it's it, it, it's a truism. And, and I don't know why we don't. I don't know why we collectively don't. We believe we have to start drawing our map and, and make it figure it out for ourselves.
1: I know. In the one of my online book clubs, the Messing Link Book Club, the night before I had seen your film we'd been talking about living in the now and there were a couple of people in the group who had situations that they are going through. And I just, I shared the, you know, the film in the group and two or three of the people were just like, wow, moved to tears because they could see what we'd been pointing to in that chapter. They saw it in you. They saw that trust, that willingness to just go where, where the feeling takes you, Julian, which is a space I live my life from, which to some people looks a bit flaky. You know, they, they they don't understand it. But a couple of people in the group were just like, oh my God, he's doing exactly that. And in the film, there's just this quiet there's a strength about it julian which is just i said to you when i wrote i said it's inspiring
0: well the strength the strength is very simple the strength is just based upon the fact that if life is the if life is the water you float Mm. and just that just the meeting of those two things just relaxing into the fact that you float and allowing life to to buoy you
2: up—it's
0: mm-hmm. as simple as that. It really, is simple, and it doesn't need you. You don't. Another bit of my book is—it's um, called "Life Beyond Money," but a lot, which is, there's not much about money in it. I have to say, <laughs> but 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 a lot of a lot of a lot of it's about um, you know we 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 think that we keep needing to. Having all these buoyancy aids and ways to help us float better or swim better, etc., which is kind of the human condition. I mean, we down here in Cornwall, we talk about things like kayaks and stand-up paddle boards and life jackets, and I mean, all kinds of stuff that man develops to to conquer water even better. Just to push this metaphor a little bit, and and yet, if you just put your, you know put your body in the water and breathe out you just you just lay back and you float and you can just relax and enjoy it and that's the simplicity Mm -hmm. that's the simplicity that's on offer here Mm -hmm. and that's that's when you get to this you can be in this place of there's nothing to worry about everything's fine i can just enjoy the moment I don't have to figure it out because it will all work out was it was it, there's a fantastic Chinese proverb that goes along the lines of if a problem is solvable then there's no need to worry about it because you, you're going to solve it and if the problem is not solvable then there's no need to worry about it because there's no point in worrying about
1: <laughs> it you know so, like
0: no, so why worry yeah and yet we you know, I was worse of that I was trying you know, I would try and figure stuff out and then I would try to figure out the figuring out. You know, mm. you build layers on layers and until you become so caught up in it, that how can you enjoy life from, from that place if you're constantly... And it felt to me at the time, like, I don't know if you've ever played backgammon, but there's a thing in backgammon where you can double the dice and you, so the, the risk that you're taking, that you're going to win the game, goes up. And uh, and it felt to me that there were certain stages in my life where the the bet was you know the bet was doubled and then the bet was doubled again and the stakes were going up and up and up until I reached mm. that point of hold a minute there are no stakes
1: yeah I think that's so important what you're pointing to there Julie and I hear this in conversations all the time with family client everybody really you know they'll talk about somebody triggers them or you know when one door closes another door opens and they have all these phrases and ideas and concepts that they think are really 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 true so they wear them for the duration of their life being limited by the idea that they think of how life works this whole thing about when one door closes another one opens i'm like what if there was no door and you can see people going, wait, wait what? <laughs> Hello there. It's, it's Reggie. I know, it's Reggie. And I was um, on a call yesterday with some, some um, women that I'm in a, a mastermind group with. And one of the leaders, a writer, a prolific writer, and she teaches other people how to write. And she said on on the call, she said, you know, writing books is incredibly difficult. It's so a very, very hard thing to do, a very difficult thing to do. And I said to her, what if that's made up? What if that's not true? And she went quiet for the rest of the call. And she said to me at the end, she said, that both frightened me and exhilarated me because I realised just wrote my last book in six weeks and it was no effort whatsoever.
0: That comes back to that letting go you know some of those concepts and ideas that we have that I don't know where we got them from you know like the man must be the breadwinner it's yeah. my it's my job to bring home the bacon and if I'm not doing that then mm-hmm. you know for the for the and for the for the wife to be the perfect mum you know mm-hmm. and and uh, where did some of those ideas come from and and actually is it You then create, if you're creating a rod for your own backup out of it, then is that really helping you or serving you? And so that's back to letting go of stuff, back to kind of, does that really, is that really what this is all about? And I'm sure that my kids and my dad and my partner and uh, my friends would all prefer me to be the relaxed kind of easygoing, supportive, I don't know how I'd describe myself, maybe loving, I'd like to think I'm a loving guy. And, and um, they'd all prefer that person to show up than the other guy, than, mm. the, than the let's sit down and figure this out and, and create an action plan and you know mm. tough it out, tough through it, et cetera, which is what I did for quite a few years. And I, it wasn't something that was easy or enjoyable.
1: You know but when you look back in those times, Julian, you know've there has been influence and conditioning, which innocently we've taken on board it 's been laid down as memory we've figured that that must be important, and, and a lot of it's been unconscious, and it 's only in for me in this kind of like a weakening process where you're kind of becoming more conscious. But you see that it's story. You see that it's conditioning. You see that it's not true.
0: I I get even um, simpler about that now. I think of my intellect as like the kind of car engine. Yeah. And and uh, I see myself, you know, going in to switch the car engine on and start driving. It's like you know, let's start let's start working on this particular. Th- thought or this problem or whatever it is and you you start revving the engine and putting it into first and off you go Mm -hmm. and so what I and what I would have done in the past would have been or would have been to you know keep shifting the gears and trying to go faster and and all the rest of it and what I do now is I go no put it back into neutral switch the engine off because you don't need it right now Mm -hmm. what what you all you need is to, to relax back into life and wait for the next opportunity to come and then if there's some action that needs to happen. And usually usually you're doing you're doing it before you even notice whatever mm-hmm. it is you that action, that inspired action, you're doing it before you even know you're doing it. before you've even decided to do it, you're already doing it. And often the other side to that coin is if you do switch the engine on, and start figuring. You're only trying to make meaning of something that's already happening or happened. So, and what's the point in that?
2: Mm.
0: It's happened. You know why? Wh- why? Why did what happened to me earlier in the year happen? I I still can't figure that out. But I stopped trying,
2: mm. and I
0: got and, I, and the moment I stopped trying to figure that out, I got a lot more peace because. Because when you're trying to figure it out, you're almost trying to go back there. You're trying to kind of rewind the tape and look at the replay 15 times to figure out whether it should be a penalty or not a penalty. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It, mm-hmm. and, and, and it doesn't matter. The, the, the penalty was awarded and the goal was scored. So just get on with the game. And, um, and we spend so much t- effort looking at those replays and worrying about and deciding them and t- discussing them with ourselves. And so, and it's just, that means we miss what's here and now. That means we miss the beauty of our partners and our children because we're so busy stuck in that thinking. And then what's really, I mean, Sid Banks, I think, I don't know where, but I'm sure he talks about heaven is a place that's here on here and now on earth. He think he's talking about being in the now, mm-hmm. and um, and I, that's my sense of it. You know, when you are in a place where you're not revving the engine and you're not trying to, you know, win the Formula One race of life, you're instead you're you're able to look around and enjoy the place you're and really be present with the people that you care about. And I mean, life isn't about a business outcome for me now. I think I used to turn everything into kind of some kind of outcome driven thing. Mm -hmm. Life, life's just about me enjoying myself and me enjoying the people around me and, 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 and then enjoying their lives too. Yeah, I'm totally and with you. it's a it's a totally it's a it's a beautiful way to live. I, I I would highly commend it to anybody. And and if if you're there, going well, I'm earning this big salary and I've got you know all these standards to keep up for my family and um there's a lot of. Complicated financial management stuff that I need to do to keep things going and I've got my mum to sort out and, and I mean I had all that I did all that and there's you can do it that way you can do it with umpteen plans for everything and all the contingencies or you can do it by being in the moment one of the things that my mum's my mum she got um cancer and died in 2010 and I can remember that this was before I'd even come across the principles but I can remember in that moment of so are you going to look after your mum or are you going to carry on working 12 and a half hours a day six days a week and the answer was obvious Mm -hmm. I was going to look after my mum she'd looked after me for 48 years or whatever it was and now was my chance to look after her Mm -hmm. and it was just a complete no-brainer it's a great example of there's no decision to make wisdom has already decided for you you just you know what to do you know you 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 stop thinking about it and your heart speaks and you just do mm-hmm. and 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 when um and when in those last few weeks with her everything else kind of went out the window it was just our relationship it was just us loving each other and living with each other and dealing with whatever the doctors had to you know the complications and whatever the doctors had to do next and it was just so simple just to not have all of that stuff that's normally on the periphery of all this thing all this stuff to deal with but you can live like that all the time. You can just see the simplicity, be in the simplicity of it. There's nothing, there's not 15 games to play. There's only one thing to do. And that is just to enjoy the moment with the people you're with and allow life to come to you, to support you.
1: And by doing that, you get a much richer experience of life, don't you?
0: Exactly. Exactly. If you Heaven on earth, it really is. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for anything to happen. You don't have to wait to, to have lots of money or to live in a certain place. You can be on the park bench with your Costa takeaway coffee in the sunshine and everything is right with the world.
1: Mm.
0: Nothing is wrong. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be anywhere else.
1: I know, Julian, that that is absolutely true. (laughs) Absolutely true. I've seen that, especially the last few years. You know, some of the decisions that we've made, just following, following wisdom, have brought us incredible experiences of living in a different place, of slowing down even more to the speed of life when we thought we were pretty chilled. you know? And even now we know that we can slow down even more. I've seen my business, Julian, do things completely without me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That, that, That my business is more successful than it's ever been. And I'm not, I'm just showing up as me. And people want to know what that is there's a playfulness and there's just this joie de vivre and there's this living in each and every moment as it comes up and responding to life, not reacting to it. But my daughters are seeing that too. Mm. You know, and, and through osmosis almost, they're showing up to life that way too. And it's beautiful.
0: I think there's something I've been seeing. I'm starting to work with a project in um, Bath called Boys in Mind, which is about young people, boys, mm-hmm. and young men, giving each other the permission to talk about their issues, and and they're creating an openness and a, and a, um, and c- supporting and caring for each other. Now, they don't get told to support and care for each other. It just happens. Mm. And I think that's one of the wonderful things that happen If you are in this place of this perfect place of peace, this heaven on earth place, this place of not switching on the engine and trying to figure it, you know, rev, rev it and go places fast. It's just such a nice place, and all the people around you feel you and feel it, and then you get a kind of ripple effect going on, and they start to do that. It gives them permission mm-hmm. to do that too, and it gives you and them a, 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 the potential to have a totally different, loving, caring, supportive mm-hmm. relationship. And then, I, then that's 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 then like a kind of double whammy. Now I'm now I'm good. And all the people that are closest to me and I hold nearest and dearest they're good too
2: mm-hmm.
0: now isn't this starting to sound like well maybe it's sounding too good I don't know, but for me that's that's how i that's how I am uh, experiencing life at the moment
1: yeah, and I think you know it's interesting that you're using that that catch-all at the end and saying at the moment. You know, you're not pointing to this being, you know, sort of this. This is the, you know, the end of all your problems. What you're pointing to is this is a gentler way to live life. Problems will still arise. It's how you consider the problems that's the difference.
0: There, um, you can't stop. Uh, I mean, because everybody is different, you know, everybody mm. sees it differently, and life, mm. life is bound to happen in. Various ways and situations will arise, and all the rest of it it's just you giving yourself a chance to ride that out to navigate that in a, in a more comfortable and easier way that works for, that works works for you mm-hmm. i mean I, I have no uh, real evidence to back this up, but I think one of the reasons why I think cancer is kind of a nervous nervous disease and and uh, i think because we live complicated and stressed lives that's why there's more cancer because because people are moving into that place and becoming susceptible to that kind of illness and what there's on offer here is to navigate life without that stress or without so much you Mm -hmm. you get caught I I get caught up in it sometimes, but I'm getting so good now at catching myself faster Mm. and faster. And once I've caught myself, I can relax back and I can Mm -hmm. get kind of know that it's it's going to be sorted or it's not worth worrying about because it can't be sorted.
1: Absolutely. And I love what you just said there about the cancer thing because there are medical theories that are suggesting that each and all of us carry markers for cancer. Right. But just because somebody in your family's had it doesn't mean that you're going to get it too. It's the chronic inflammation that is caused by stress that can switch on these markers. Right. Now, obviously, there are sort of environmental toxins that cause cancer. But in most cases, cancer isn't familial. You may have the markers, but that doesn't mean to say you're going to get it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you
0: want to, if you want to live a ah, this is an interesting one, right? So my dad, my dad is a, got on a, uh... he's eighty one, really fit and healthy guy for eighty one. Travels the world, you know, regularly even now, and um, but he's got this. His dad lived, dad lived till he was ninety two, so he's like, I've got to get past my dad. I've got I've got to. <laughs> Got to beat him. Yeah, and and I'm like, wow, that's an interesting thing to uh, to have as a you know goal. But for me, I'm 57, and to me, it doesn't matter. Like I could go, I think of it like cricket. If I if I hit a big shot, and I end up getting out, fine. I but I'm still going to go for my shots. I'm still going to live life how it feels natural and enjoy. I have. And I don't even have to try to do that. Like I make films because, for some reason, my hand reaches out for a camera, and I pick it up and I shoot something. Mm -hmm. I'm just—it's just what I do, until it makes doesn't make sense for me anymore. Which it which hasn't in the last in the last eight or nine years it it hasn't ever not made sense. If if you get what I mean, it's always made sense to to do that, and I really love it. I really enjoy it. And that's what I want to do with all of my life is to just pursue what feels, what gives me juice, what feels brilliant.
1: Oh, me too. (laughs) Me too. So what are you currently working on, Julian? What's, what's coming up for you?
0: I seem to have a a number of people that want to be filmed Mm -hmm. and um, it's, 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 and also the that little film that I did a couple of weeks ago talks about a different kind of film where mm. where I th- again I think it's giving people permission. I think there are some um, taboos. We're very good at taboos in the in the in the UK. There's unspoken subjects that people don't talk about, but everybody knows are there. And so I want to create some films that give people the permission to be to be themselves and to to bring those to, to to bring those um subjects into the open and make them normal make them ordinary make them not something you have to sweep under the carpet because i think that will give everybody a um a you know a sigh of relief a fresh of breath, fresh of Fresh, fresh air mm-hmm. so so there's that and then also there's um there's a thing that's been going on in this country for the last 10 years called austerity it's a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a political uh strategy yeah and i've and I've seen the suffering that that has been created by that and I've also seen the that there are a few people out there with big hearts that are really Making a difference, and I don't think those people will ever get on the honours, the Queen's Honours list, but but they should. They are heroes. They're unsung mm-hmm. heroes. So I would love to show do some films that showcase that uh, some more. Uh, and I'm now and I'm now living in Cornwall, so I'm getting plugged into community development down here, seeing how I can help with that, and um, starting. Sharing this understanding as and when and where I can do, Um, it seems to me that most people that I talk to, it seems to be on the subject of that we started on. It's much Mm -hmm. about it's about people just keep looking at life the old way, but life but life has changed. So, is there bound to see that something's? doesn't feel right because they're looking at it through their old spectacles through their old viewpoints etc and the moment they start to uh, realize that they're, they're moving in a new direction and that life is handing them opportunities and there's growth and enjoyment of life to be had in that direction then things change and that's something i've had happen to me a few times and that's i seem to be getting people coming to me that that hold that have those kind of uh uh situations and it's just natural just to point them just to help themselves point themselves in that new direction and start to see that there is good stuff happening for them when they look
2: mm. in the
0: in the new direction yeah so that's quite a lot of stuff and then that's the stuff I think that I want to do and I ought mm. to do etc and then there's uh, what life sends me to do
1: yeah <laughs> that's the important thing isn't it what life sends you to do that's always and
0: some, interesting yeah no and some of that is just about um you know i need to get out there and have conversations with people and talk about stuff because then you know uh that's me kind of opening the door to life and saying right, right i'm ready come on bring it bring, send it to me whatever so i'm quite happy that in some of my plans like i've got a big documentary i'd love to create a proper documentary about how people's lives how the resilient people are and how people's lives change for the better if they just let it, if they just let life in and Mm. how good they are at whether they have this understanding explicitly or not, but how good people are at navigating through the inevitable circumstances of their lives. And I would love to get, get that done and have, you know, a million or more views. And I'll put that out there since maybe November of, 2017, and as yet it's not been made. I mean, I've taken some steps towards it,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and and um, we'll. I'm not just not getting attached to it. If it's going to happen, it'll happen, and it'll happen in its own time scales. And I just want to enjoy that journey rather than you know trying harder and making it happen and all the rest of it. So, so uh, uh, that's a great example of. Sometimes life how life happens at its own pace.
1: Absolutely. It's, Sometimes it's just not the right time. But it doesn't mean it's not the right thing. I see that time and time again.
0: There's a, there's a lovely um, story. It's a very short story by a guy called Jan Giorno. It, and it uh, comes from... It's quite an old story, but it's called The Man Who Planted Trees. Mm-hmm. And it's about a guy who spends his whole life... Basically you know collecting acorns and another other nuts and then replanting them and and eventually the whole area that he lives in in France becomes wooded and and verdant and mm. it encourages all sorts of other life and so on. but he just carries on without any knowledge of what the result is going to be, he just carries on doing it and I love that idea about just keep on doing what you're inspired to do and uh, and that's
1: yeah which is where you are with your filming really and it's where i am with my podcasts and blogs and things you put them out into the world i don't know what they're going to do right. i just know that i like to do it
0: right i'm not aiming at 36 shares i'm all getting more than you know, a <laughs> record and record score I, well, you
1: don't but, have a spreadsheet julian
0: <laughs> not at all I, I make the films because I'm inspired to make them and uh, um, and then I do you know like uh, what's it called Christopher Robin poo sticks I, yeah. I just I just put the you know the film out there and and it does what it does and but, but I've had lots of great messages out of that film and you know some people who might actually like to uh, to, uh, to to talk to me and stuff like that and so and I never expected that. I never intended that. I like I I we think we were talking again before this session. I do have some products on, you know, like if you want to film yourself, then you yes. can watch my film series. If you want to do film yourself and you want some coaching, I can do that. And if you want to be filmed, I can do that. I don't sell any of those. I don't actively go out and push
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, buy my stuff or buy me. I just have chats with people and conversations and 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 if they want to do something then brilliant and if they don't want to do something then I had a nice conversation with them about something I enjoy doing so hey
1: yeah it's beautiful Julian thank you so much for being a guest in Unashamedly Human podcast I'm looking forward to seeing how life keeps unfolding for you and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the films that you're making and i'm looking forward to seeing you in person when you come up to do some filming with me in august
0: yeah i'm looking forward to that too and thank you so much for having me on and i hope that if there's somebody out there who's busy playing that very com- very complicated sophisticated game that they uh think is how life works then uh, then they might have a chance to step beyond that and see that there's a much simpler way to
2: hey you could be larger than life figure in the world live out the hopes and dreams of every